So you, are you getting a uh, uh, OLED? A Switch OLED? Yeah. I, not going to lie, I kind of hope so. They look really nice, and my Switch is kind of due for an upgrade. Plus I lost my, uh, plus the uh, brick charger that came with my Switch just kind of stopped working recently. Really? So, it's, uh, so I'm thinking, eh, might be a perfect time to upgrade. Maybe. How about you? I don't think so. Like, I don't know if I play my Switch enough. And I still have one of the fairly newer models because I didn't buy one right as it came out. I bought it like yeah. a couple years afterwards, so I think it's still pretty good. Okay. You get the Animal Crossing one? I did not. I Aww. did not. I just got the base one because I was just like, I don't know. I bought it for to play, to play Smash. <laughs> that was, that's pretty much what it was. And then I was like, well, you know, my brother told me three houses is pretty good. And Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Still working on that Golden Deer playthrough. Nice. I uh, I was I brought my Switch just in case I was bored enough, and I'm just, like at the Tournament of Power, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not gonna be bored enough. <laughs> Oddly enough, I was competing, and I got bored at one point, so I started playing Metroid on there. I, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about how you wanted to play all the different Metroids. Yeah. It's it's fun, but they're all very hard, and mm. especially the first one, I got lost pretty much immediately. So I eventually had to look up a guide for it, and now I feel like a pleb. Because, but yeah, it's fun. That was me playing uh, Final Fantasy One for the first time. It's like at some point I was just like, I don't know where to go, so I'm gonna look it up. There's a bunch of games that I uh, really sucked at when I was a kid. Uh, but now I'm coming back with game facts and I'm destroying all of them. Exactly. Now that you can look up guides, you're just like, I'm a god at all of these now. Essentially. Is there ever a game that you played that you weren't like, you didn't, you've, you've like felt like you got instantly because you knew everything about the game before you even looked at like the guides. And then when you look at the guides, you're like, Oh my god, there was so much more I could do. My first playthrough of Persona 5, honestly, is, was kind of like that. Yeah, I feel that. I was just like, I was just like, oh man, how do you do like all the confidants like right away and stuff like that? Like, I know you can get them all in one go, like without like a new game plus or anything like that, but I was just like, I don't see yeah. how. Uh, yeah, I was very much in that boat the very first time I played because I treated it pretty much like a role playing game. I meh, I don't want to get into it too much. Yeah. The only I was like, I usually try and go like, especially the games with the good stories, completely blind. Like I wanted to go in Persona Five, mostly blind. I knew some spoiler stuff, but like for the most part, I was just like, I don't know what really happens in the game, and then. The only thing my brother told me was like, make sure you focus this person. Make sure you focus this person. If you do that, then you're fine. Remember on your streams, um, he would he would often pop in with a bunch of tips for you. Oh, yeah. That was always fun. Oh, yeah. He wanted to make sure. Although, funny enough, I told you this, but I was like, I bought Persona 3 FES the other day. You, You did. I did. For the PS2? the ps2 nice mm-hmm. 
So I got that, but then I forgot. I don't have a controller that works for my PS2. All my PS2s are don't work. So I, have, I went I went on Amazon and I bought like one for like five bucks. Boy, I have like five of them. You could have just had one of mine. <laughs> no. I wanted one no. that the one that makes the mine. <laughs> I wanted one that was mine. Yeah, Wolf, wait, wait, what's your problem? What you got you got a problem that we're talking persona here? I didn't think so. I think so. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I got that, and I was like, I got the controller now. So I'm just like, ooh, yeah, I think because he's never played through three, and I've never played through three, so it's gonna be a whole new experience. All right. At, like, wait, neither of you guys have played through three yet? Nope. Oh. It'd be a whole new experience. <laughs> Although Andre accidentally spoiled the ending for three on me. Oh, that was a, that was uh, an well, that was an accident. In Andre's defense, I would have probably guessed that you would have finished it already too. That's fair. Because I think I've mentioned I've played through all the Persona games, even the first one, and the first one is garbage. First one's <laughs> complete garbage. Damn, but the other games are good. So, isn't the isn't the first Persona on like the PlayStation Classic or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Thought about getting it almost pretty much just for that. <laughs> just getting a PlayStation Classic for the first Persona game. Yeah, and then like buying it for buying Persona Two for the PSP. Uh, fair. If it's not too much, I don't know if it is or not. <laughs> Well, we're about to find out. It might be. I think I last time I checked, it was uh, it was quite a bit. Persona Two on the original PlayStation is um, four hundred and fifty dollars. Oh boy! So, what is it on PSP? Let's see. Oh, you know, just casual, like three hundred dollars. Uh, 130, 200, 235, 250, 225. Yeah, it's all around 200 and 300 dollars. Yeah. But hey, may, may or may not be happening then, but hey, <laughs> I'll find a yeah, way to play can, it. You can get Sonic Rivals 2 for the PSP for only 14. There you go. That's like every video game. <laughs> Oh, uh, so what you've been playing? I have been playing absolutely nothing. Feels like. Oh, bro, you should have played last night. You you could have won the whole thing. Yeah, maybe I could have been. Maybe I could have dethroned Brendan. Maybe, but I didn't even know how to like. Uh, I didn't even know how to do any of the moves or anything like that. And I was just like, ah. Dude, the only thing I know about that game, even now, even though I participated in that tournament, is how to do the special moves. At which, in the middle of a uh, match with Brendan, he taught me how to do. I know literally nothing else, and I would literally just smash attack buttons until I could get the bar full enough. <laughs> Apparently hey. I kept using a few of my specials with... Um, uh, what's her name? Bitch pussy, though, because. Uh, the Android kept... 21, the, the cupcake lady. No, what? 
Let's see. Dragon Ball Z bitch pussy. <laughs> I couldn't wonder... imagine you'd get anything good there. Make sure to Videl, say Videl, that's her name. Yeah. Uh, I was very oddly good with that character, despite that character being garbage, apparently. <laughs> I was like, considering that nobody was playing her, I assumed that she probably wasn't a good character. I mean, she demolished all of Zack. I don't know what <laughs> that counts for. <laughs> <laughs> he got him down like two stocks with just Vidal. There you go. Mr. Mr. Satan's her dad. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Videl is now the new best Dragon Ball character. Got it. Maybe I'll actually go back to watching Dragon Ball then. <laughs> yeah. Like I watched the OG Dragon Ball. And I stopped and then I watched like four episodes or something like that of Z and I stopped. <laughs> I've never finished Z. I've seen every movie, though, for nice. what that counts for. Nice. I just want to. I just. I just find it funny that I left off with Goku being killed by Piccolo, at, well, sacrificing himself to defeat Raditz by Piccolo killing him, basically. Okay. And then, so it's like technically Goku is dead in, in in my head canon. So I'm just like, you're not. That'd be kind of funny if I just left it there. <laughs> it's like uh it's like a end game and stuff like that it's like i've never seen it so that way i can always think of thanos just one you still haven't seen end game yet nope that's fine end game isn't very good yeah you said that before oh, uh you think well, i should do an intro real fast we still haven't done our intro yet. That's right. It's true. From like 10 minutes in, we were just kind of going and stuff like that. Hello and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the Gamer124. Join with me as always. It's Tom Cruise Can't Lose. How you doing? Hey, today? how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. So Very good. Uh, this is going to be us just kind of probably shooting the shit for most of the time because there was nothing that happened, uh, anything of real relevance in the gaming world, gaming world when it comes to news. So it's probably just going to be us talking about random stuff we may or may not have talked about already. What? Uh, OK, so what gaming events are coming up? There has to be something. I mean, I, I mean, they're, they're, I have to believe. I don't know. I oftentimes say that and then I go. Is there really anything coming up? Is there? I don't know. There's something called Game Hole Con coming Game up in a few Hole days. Con? Is it is is it a is it a con about all the holes in gaming? It's apparently here, happening here in Madison. Tabletop ga uh, tabletop gamers will be at Game Hole. Okay. What what a time what a time to be called Game Hole. <laughs> when is when when are the gaming awards? We need something. Game awards aren't until December. No, they're they're coming sooner. No, they're okay. it's like beginning of December. December 9th. Yep. Oh shit, they're the day after Halo Infinite comes out. Oh, That's is it crazy? Really? Yeah. So I guess the Halo, Halo Infinite Halo, comes out on the eighth. Halo can't be uh considered for game of the year then. No, no, it can't. You know, it I can for next year. You know, I, I brought up the fact that they announced the day that they were going to have the game awards, and then we I talked to I was like I brought the question of of like what do you think the game of the year is at this point and stuff like that, and then we kind of just yeah. went on a different tangent and just never came back to that. 
what would you put as your game of the year or what do you think will be the game of the year? Either Death Store or um, Psychonauts 2 are my top picks right now. To win all of game the game of the year? Probably. Because I was like, uh, me and my brother were re- recently talking about how, like, what games even came out this year that would probably be up there that is, like, game of the year worthy. And I'm just like, I don't know. That's not, uh, that, that was not a, not a lot. Um, I guess Ratchet and Clank could uh, could win, too. Yeah, that's what we were saying is like Ratchet and Clank. And then uh, I'm just trying to think what else literally came out this year. You think Metroid Dread could? Mm, I don't know. I don't know how good that game is right now. I honestly, no cap, think uh, that the highest rated game of the year is going to end up being fucking, um, what's it called? Forza Horizon 5. It's not, that's not going to win game of the year, though. No. That's a racing game. What about about Deathloop? I don't know. Maybe. People like that game. I haven't played it yet. I mean, people tell me that it's like, pretty good but it's really short from what i hear it's like if you're if you understand the mechanic really quick which i guess is not that hard to you'll Mm -hmm. get it in no time flat and probably be done with the game in like 10 hours well that's not short i mean (laughs) that's 10 hours i don't know i always put it i always put a game that you're like if you're gonna pay like 60 dollars for at least entertain me for like 30 hours really yeah okay then again, I'm also of the mindset that if 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 I'm paying sixty dollars for a game, I want it to be I want it to be entertaining for like at least sixty hours. Because I put an hour an hour a dollar basically is how I put it. Uh, okay, that makes sense. You're like spool from front house. I mean, like I miss him. Yeah, it's like I, I just like I look at it. I'm like. If you're gonna pay sixty dollars, is it worth the ten hours of entertainment you get for it? I'm like, potentially, Probably I guess, not. depending on what you if if it if it really held your interest and stuff like that. How many times you're really gonna go back and do it? And like, especially in with like these story driven games and stuff like that, it's like you play it once and you've then are you really gonna go back and play it again and stuff like that right away? Maybe not right away, but like, if are you eventually going to go back to it? Eh, Depends. It really does. It's like how much variety and stuff like that. But like, I think yeah. it was the same thing when Jedi Fallen Order came out because it was just like, oh, once you play through that, you're pretty much done. And I hear that was like a 12, 15 hour game or something like that. So I was just like, uh, just for that little thing, I'm like, I'm not going to pay 60. I'll wait for it till it be like 30. I'll wait to be on sale and then, and then buy it and stuff like that. And it's the same thing for death loop i'm pretty sure if i ever wanted to get that game but i think like i said when i when i the more times i saw death loop i was like the more and more i felt like i've one i've already played this game it feels like and two yeah it just doesn't look interesting to me not saying that the game okay. doesn't look good it just didn't interest me makes sense so. okay i'm just trying to look at games that came out this year it takes two Maybe. I mean, it could be a good co-op game, kind of like uh, a way out. Um, see that winning like for best co-op or something like that. 
How how much did people like Resident Evil Village? I, I forgot that game came out this year. Yeah, I feel like that'll probably be high up there because I think a lot of people did like that one. Yeah. Let's see. Can't think of what else beyond that. Like what what else would you put up there? I guess. People really like Tales of Arise. Did Returnal come out this year? Returnal did come out this year. That might be up there. I don't know. I I watched. I think I I hear the game is good. I'm I'm not sure it's gonna be game of the year good though. Oh yeah. Like I'd put the new Metroid above uh, above Returnal. That's fair. I don't know. From what I've seen with Returnal, it looks really fun. And I kind of want to play it, but I don't really have a PS5 to do so. Yeah. Uh, so. There be that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, you could get, like, some indie games, but I'm like, I don't know. It's like, as for, like, AAA games, that would be. Hmm. Can't think, I can't think of really any. I'm just lost. <laughs> Don't be lost. Like games that came out this year, I guess. Like I'm just looking shit up now. I guess Back for Blood technically came out not that long ago. It, that's not going to come anywhere. I know. Like I, it looks good. A lot of people have problems with that game. I hear though. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Mm-hmm. I'd say Halo Infinite if it wasn't didn't come out the day before the Game Awards. Yeah, that's uh, why I was like, I don't really know if I can say that. Riders uh... Republic looks fun as fuck. It's yeah. not going to win, but it looks fun. Yeah. There's always that. Didn't uh, uh, you ever think like uh, Lost Judgment could possibly win it? I hear that game's pretty good. Possibly, yeah. I've heard some interesting things about that one. Shin Megami Tensei Five comes out this year. That's true. Do I think that'll win Game of the Year, though? Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. Did Persona happen. 5 win Game of the Year? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's bullshit. What, what was it going up against? Dude, they didn't even, like, Persona, the original Persona 5 went up against uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild the year it came out. That's right. Yeah, and you know what's even, you know what's even crazier is, like, especially, like, last, like, the last year's Game Awards, I'm like, and I know we, and I know we talked about this, like, when it happened and stuff like that, but I'm like, the fact is yeah. that Persona 5 royale music beat out or didn't didn't beat out like final fantasy 7 remake music it's kind of upsetting mm-hmm. to me yeah but i'm just like it definitely should have won i'm just gonna say it right there uh is like a dragon that came out this year it is i'm pretty sure it was last year nope i saw it february of this year okay because it came out the same month as Strikers.
Scarlet Nexus. Another one I haven't played. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's a lot of the like, games I haven't played before, so I really wouldn't know. It's you and me both. <laughs> what about Marvel Avengers though? No. That that didn't that also didn't come out this year. I know, I just saw it came Bastard. out for the PS5 or whatever, so I was just like, oh that'd be funny. Funny meme. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Crash Bandicoot, it's about time. What the uh, Scorn is supposed to still come out this year? We still know nothing about it. Yeah, I doubt that'll happen then. It's still slated for 2021 release. Eh, you know. Dude, Super Meat Boy Forever. <laughs> that one didn't come out this year, though. That was ported. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brilliant Diamonds and uh, do you ever think? Do you ever think Mass Effect Legendary Edition does? Because can they, could that even be considered for Game of the Year? Because they're like old, just old games. I don't think it could. I don't think so either. Is it just Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania? Dude, Banana Mania, hell yeah! That's what we should have for our next tournament of power is Banana Mania. Should have played some Super Monkey Ball, done some time trials. Hard to convince Evan of that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Just nothing. There's just nothing that really like sticks out to me. Ugh. Are you willing to consider Forza Horizon Five? I mean, sure, but I don't think I'm, it'll win. I I'm still holding on to the opinion that it might be one of the highest rated games of the year. Just purely looking at the at legacy of the Forza Horizon games. But what about Doki Doki Literature Club Plus? That... <laughs> What's wrong with that one, huh? Is that a new game, or is it just a ported version of Do- Doki Doki Literature Club? I mean, I think both. Wait, so it's a sequel and a remake? I th- I think it's I think it's supposed to be like an update, but also at the same time it adds new stuff. From what I hear. Uh, okay. I I don't know. <laughs> I played Doki Doki Literature Club at first because it was free. <laughs> oh man. Do you ever think Pokemon Unite gets there? Is that coming out? Oh no! That U- unite? No, no, God, no! No to unite. Near replicant came out this year, apparently. Chernobylite. I don't know, man. I'm throwing I'm throwing shit at the wall at this point. Yeah. Maybe Godfall gets it. <laughs> that, that also didn't come out this year. I know. I swear it didn't. I'm going to be very upset if it did. Okay, it is last. 
<laughs> it was last year. <laughs> like, it's just, like, one of the things, I'm like, I think this is just, like, a really slow year. I'm like, I guess maybe Tales of Arise? I have uh, a hunch that it might be Tales of Arise that wins this year. Uh, maybe, I don't know. And, you know, I'm not sure I would be too upset. I yeah. hear it's very good. And I but what about New it. World? No, <laughs> I I still don't, I still don't really understand the craze that is New World at the moment. Like I me neither. Like it looks too. Maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just like us not really being into MMOs. But I'm just like every time I look at it, I'm just like this just looks jank. It looks generic. That too. Far, Far Cry 6 came out a couple of days ago? What? Yeah. You didn't realize that? No. No, I did not. Is that any good? I mean, it's Far Cry. Sure. I, I'm not going to lie. For this one, I'm going to wait on a price drop just because I don't find the story very interesting. Do you, do you know I like what... the idea of the abilities and the fact that I can hire a psycho alligator to do my bidding but <laughs> do, do you know what will probably win though let, let, let's what? let's face it nickelodeon all-stars brawl you know <laughs> i'm not gonna discount the possibility <laughs> oh man that'd be quite something so, uh, uh, this is something that i was thinking about recently like obviously you get to thinking, like, what characters would be in a Cartoon Network version of this. Uh, there are times where I wish we would get, like, another PlayStation All-Stars, or, like, Xbox would try something like this. The fact that uh, the only, like, legit Smash clones that we've had so far are this and, like, maybe Brawlhalla is just weird to me. Yeah, yeah, when you put it that way, I'm like, it is kind of strange, ain't it? But, I don't know. I think I think it's kind of like that idea that I think the uh, the genre of like the the fighting the fighting game is kind of got it's not really a big big thing anymore. Like there's a few games that are like there's a few games that are like big like you know you got your you got you smash you got smash you got uh, other ones and stuff like that, but I feel like the the whole the whole of like the fighting game community is not as big as people seem to think it is. Yeah, or at least companies don't look at it as big as it might as it is. That also could be a thing. So they just don't make games for it. Could be a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> Joel says Mugen. I don't really know what that game is, but I know it's like is it's like a fighting game with like a bunch of different things you could do with it, isn't it? See Mugen. Oh, that's the meme game. Yeah. And you can add all sorts of weird characters. Like I'm looking at character select Spider-Man versus Applejack from My Little Pony. SpongeBob versus Twilight Sparkle oh, and Mordex. I'm upset, but I'm also not upset at the same time. Dude, Just Dance 2022 comes out this year. Fuck. Uh, part of me thinks that it might be just a little too early for us to think about this as well, of like what could be game of the year. 
Like, I feel like there's a lot coming out in November uh, that'll probably that might change our minds or whatever. Maybe. I feel like uh, most of the uh, big releases for this year are already out, though. That's fair. There are a few in like November. There's like Battlefield 2042 or whatever. We talked about yeah. SMT5 potentially. That is, if that is like worthwhile. Um, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, those are like the big ones I was looking at, but. I'm seeing Stray on here. When does that come out? That's the cat game. <laughs> the cat game, dude. Oh, it's coming out 2021. How informative. Wait, we thought we forgot about one really important game to talk about, by the way, about for this. You're going to say something stupid, but go ahead. Skatebird. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it was either going to be uh, Skatebird or I Am Fish. One of those two. I mean, yeah, there was both of those. Oh, I wait. feel like that would be up there, but I'm just like, I feel like Skatebird would be game of the year. Easy. Hands down, yeah. not even close. Let's look at the reviews for I Am Fish. Fish. You know what? That makes me very happy in the worst kind of way. <laughs> I looked it up on Metacritic. I Am Fish is scored 69. Dude, nice. Let's see. Skatebird. Oh, it's even worse. Well, that makes me upset. No, escaper can't be can't be low. Hey. I don't know. Uh yeah. I I just think we're too early on this one. Yeah. But always something interesting to think about. I feel like now, any any game of the year might be easier for us to kind of figure out as well like whether it be like death store or like if darkest dungeons coming out this year it's going to be darkest dungeon if that if that happens that'd be fucking awesome but i feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of really good indie games that came out this year so yeah like there's a lot of stiff competition so i really hope it's i really hope it lives up to what we're all hoping for yeah let's push games that came out this year out the window out of like new games that you experienced for the first time this year what would you say is your like favorite game of 2021 my favorite game of 2021 yeah it probably have to be strikers it have to be p5 strikers i enjoyed that game a lot when i was when yeah. i played it I don't know. It was like it was like my brother always said. Me and my brother always say is like that game was the story was a lot better than it prob than it like had any right to be. Any right to be? Yeah. Yeah. Like I was just thinking, oh, it's just gonna be like a, like like a cash grab basically for Atlas. You know, they're just trying to milk Persona Five even more and stuff like that. It's and Persona. Like, I know, but like they don't do ha they don't half ass stuff. I know. I tr I know, but I was just like, how good is the story really gonna be? Is it is it mainly gonna just be like? May, is it mainly just going to be like combat and stuff like that and i'm just like I, I i mean i like dynasty warriors combat so i was all on board with it and stuff like that but then i was just like but then i'm like oh yeah here's and i 
I also knew nothing about that game prior to it. I didn't even watch any of the trailers or anything like that. So I was like, I was like, when they when I watched it opening cinematic or whatever, I was just like, oh, who's this? Who's this girl or whatever and stuff like that. And I was like, I already knew about like the Zengichi and stuff like that. And so I was just like, Sophia, uh, what? What are you and stuff like that? And then my brother goes, oh, you don't know who Sophia was? And I'm like, yeah, no, I went in this completely and utterly blind. <laughs> Best way to do it now. You need to play the dancing games. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how much play? is... I, I mean, I already bought them. Play them. Eh. It makes me upset. <laughs> I bought them because they were on sale. Do I have a dog? I do. Kind of probably see her running around in the background. I adopted a dog, Joel. She's being a bit of a pain in the ass but he's wonderful <laughs> at the moment when she doesn't leave me alone for when i want to do this to the podcast or stream for a little bit so i try to entice her with a bone and she still comes over and annoys me but hey <laughs> no she's not annoying she's perfect <laughs> oh, man. but yeah is that so now it's like oh you know the you know all the the like can you pet the dog thing i'm like yes you you have to be able to pet the dog now we just need a dedicated dog cam i you know i got that extra webcam but she doesn't i i, I and i have her bed like right next to me over here and stuff but like she that. never lays easy. in it she never lays in it though when it's out here she never lays in it when we're when we're going to bed She'll lay in it all. She'll lay in it all night, and I'm just like, do I put it where she goes then, or do I put it when, or do I put it where I want her to go? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it's like somebody new comes in and redeems the dog cam. Oh, you want to look at the dog? Uh, switch to dog cam, and it's an empty dog bed. As Jasmine very slowly walks past it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <sighs> That's very good. Yeah. What were we talking about here? I forgot. Talking about, we're talking about uh, what we thought game of the year was going to be. Oh, yeah. And then our conclusion was we don't know. We don't know. And then you asked me what my favorite game of the year was. And I said Strikers. So, yeah, I still believe that. What's your favorite? I was like, because I haven't played many games for this that came out this year. So, uh, well, we're not talking about games that came out this year. We're talking about games that we experienced for the first time this year. Oh. So it doesn't oh, need to be strikers. any... Okay. Ah, what was, you, what was your Striker... I'm going with Strikers 2 because I forgot that came out this year. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed it did. Uh, this year was so weird. I completely forgot. This was a weird I year. I completely forgot that the first half of it essentially <laughs> happened. Yeah, I forgot like the first that. six months of this year happened. That's, you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Last few months have just been so much yeah. happening all of the time. It's like everything before that just goes into a complete blur. It's like, ugh. <laughs> That, that's fair. That's the it gets the like, don't it? Be fair though, I haven't played Tales of Arise yet, and I 
definitely plan on doing so. There was a few demos I recently played on uh, on Steam that were originally part of that uh, October uh, uh, Next Fest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few of them I played that I actually thought were kind of interesting. I didn't play a ton of them, but mainly because I didn't want to get there. There was uh, Undungeon, which I actually thought was kind of cool. It had a bunch of interesting mechanics. I played that for a little while. Um, okay. That one, it's a it's a weird one. It, that, that one's a weird one, but I also really liked it. I don't really know how to describe it. I I would encourage you to look it up because the demo is still playable if you would, if you want to play it. Maybe buying this game live on stream. I don't know though. <laughs> and then the other one I bought was uh or not not bought uh the one other one I demoed was uh Zoe Zo- Zoti I think is what I don't know how to exactly how to say it. it's like. Z O E T I. And I was, and I, it was, it's kind of like a card battler with like, uh, uh, what else? What was it? What am I thinking? Slay this, like, Slay the Spire S, but like, instead of like your cards or your attacks and stuff like that, you make like pairs with like basic cards and stuff like that. Oh, so it's like, do attacks. yeah, it's kind of like blackjack in a way, but like, it's like it's like you need certain card combos to do certain moves and stuff like that. It, it's kind of interesting. I respect it. Yeah, okay. it was a nice little nice little game. I thought some it was some interesting uh, mechanics and whatnot. It's a roguelike too. It is. Ooh. That's why I, that's why I compared it to uh, to Slay the Spire. There was one or two more games I was I was meaning to try out. Um, one of them I thought I was gonna I might play after we're done here. I wanted to play the inscription demo because the game still looks cool. And you know, in yeah. honor of spooky month, you gotta play spooky games. Um then there was like Ano Mutation. There was another one I I, I I that they ended the demo for because they didn't I guess they didn't want you playing it, which I always find interesting when people end demos and stuff like that. I'm like, don't yeah. you want people to play the game? Okay, that's fine. Uh, it's Astral Ascent. That's right. Astral Ascent looks like interesting. That. It it looks like uh, if Wizards of Wizards of Legend was like a uh, t- a, a 3D like platformer and stuff like that. Like or or have you ever played a uh, Skull Hero Killer or Hero Slayer or whatever? I've uh, I played a uh, Wizard. I've are you sure we're talking about the same game? It's called Astral Ascent, right? Yeah. Astral, not Astro. Astral. Okay. This game is not in 3D. This game is very much a 2D game. Well, I mean, like... Side scroller. Yeah, it's, I, did I say 3D? I'm in 2D. Okay. Um, I was very confused for a second. No, you're right. I was like, I, I, I might have messed up my words. But uh, yeah, I meant to play this one, but the demo time ran out for it, so I was just like, "All right, well, I'll have to check it out when it comes out." I I think is really what it comes down to. What silly the fact the fact that they have a time limit for a demo. I think it was just like supposed to be there for you know the de- like the demo showcase or whatever. I guess so. It it is. 
Is it coming out on like is it on itch by chance, maybe? Uh I mean I have it on Steam here, but Oh, so yeah, that looked interesting. There was a there was a bunch of other ones. I didn't really get a chance to look through all of them, but yeah, uh, those are the ones that I found that were most interesting. I thought. <laughs> that was about the extent of my game. My games I've been playing over the last week. <laughs> It's like that and a bit of Darkest Dungeon here or there. I'll be honest, I haven't really been playing ev- anything. I've been meaning to play everything, but I uh, just have no time, it seems like. Life just sucks sometimes, don't it? When you just feel like you got no time. I have all of the games and no time to play them. Yeah, exactly. No time to play them or a silly dog that won't leave you alone. So you can play them. And so she can play on her own. That she is wonderful, and we we love that she's part of the stream. (laughs) Here, should we get a little dog cam going? Yeah. All all of the audio listeners, you know, dog cam. (laughs) Hey, Hey, if you want to catch the dog cam, we can... uh... (laughs) You can catch us live. Do some exactly. chatting there too. <laughs> She's learned to shake. Hey, don't bite my hand. Silly. She's just silly. Hey. Oh, you got her excited now. Yeah, no, I got you her. May have made I, a now mistake. I riled her up. Now I've done a bad. Get your bone. Now she's just under the desk and won't leave. <laughs> And there she will stay. Yep, uh, that's where she'll stay until she gets bored enough and leaves. <sighs> Darkwood. Darkwood, I remember seeing Darkwood um, not that long ago and thought, oh, that might look interesting. And there she goes. You know, tomorrow, actually, I might consider streaming this game at Visage. I got it as a gift, and it looks really, really spooky. Oh, yeah. I've, I've watched people play Visage before. That one definitely it, looks scary. It's definitely it it's good? definitely a good spooky game. Okay. Good for spooky month. Exactly. Get all the spoops in. Speaking of which, it's spooky month. I was, I was curious if Phasmophobia is, be, is starting to be played a lot more again. I heard it was it got a like a big update recently, didn't it? I thought so. I thought they added like two new ghost types and everything like that. And I'm just like, I've been now that it's spooky month. I've kind of been itching to go back to that game. I have to see what Evan's up to one of these days and we can play with him a little bit. I think he still plays on occasion. Oh, that'd be fun. We should totally do that. I always enjoyed when we would do that. Yeah, we do that after after these uh, podcasts. Yeah, I got kind of old after a while. You know, especially with the game being b- broken a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I from what I played uh, played after that, it was uh, it got a little better, so that's good. That's good. Not as uh, not as broken. It, uh, maybe it's just maybe it was me. You're just not. Uh, maybe you're just not supposed to provoke the ghost that hard. 
Oh yeah, where we would just like where we would just like taunt to like taunt the living hell out of the ghost, try and get it to attack us. That was so weird. Like I don't understand what the hell happened there. I remember that one session we had. I think it was in a prison, and the ghost was like in this like small narrow room, and there was like a bunch of activity in there, and I would just sit in there shouting the ghost's name, trying constantly to provoke it, and I couldn't get it to attack me. I also love how we were trying Ghost was in like one of our streams and he was we were trying to convince him to like play with us and stuff like that, like get the game and play with us and stuff like that. And he goes, I don't know, it doesn't look very scary. You guys aren't getting attacked. I'm like, trust us, it's scary, it's scary. <laughs> oh, we should get him to do it now. That'd be oh, fun. Man. I think That'd he's on a little fun. bit of a Kingdom Hearts binge at the moment, so Yeah. I I've been having kind of an itch to go back to Kingdom Hearts too. Uh, like going is, back to Kingdom so Hearts two, or just going back to Kingdom Hearts? Just going back to Kingdom Hearts. The fact that uh, the problem is, there's just so much else that I still need to play, and the yeah. first Kingdom Hearts is not very good. It's not one of I, those games. It, it's a good game. It doesn't. It just doesn't feel great to play. If that makes any sense. That's fair. I uh, I recently went and I relaunched kingdom hearts three to try and start playing that again. Then I was just like, I don't remember where I was. So I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to start playing it again. (sighs) I wish I could like stream kingdom hearts three. Like the Disney songs are good. Like you could, you could get away with those without getting DMCA hit. Anyway, actually, mm -hmm. there's a Disney has a fair license agreement on it. As long as you are playing the game, you are okay to play, to listen to the songs. Very cool. Okay. It's only when uh it's only wait, how am I saying it's only when you're listening to the games without playing it, listening to the songs without playing it, they they have a problem with it. The only other problem with that though is is the intro songs for like uh for for the game, uh like the simple and clean and stuff like that. Uh, those are DM. Those will get hit with DMCA hits, so you got to mute those. Unfortunately, very cool. So I always find that interesting because I was like, when I first played Kingdom Hearts three, the beginning of my beginning of that stream got muted, and I was just trying to figure out why. And I'm like, oh, because you can't. Those songs are copyrighted, so yeah, it's gonna get muted. But yeah, okay, here's a. Here's a fun question for you because I'm actually curious. What are you gonna play next? What am I you gonna say play you're next? not playing any. You say you're not playing anything right now. So what's the next big game that you're gonna get started on? Well, I still need to finish Final Fantasy 13, as well as uh, now that I've got Persona 3 FES, I kind of want to play that. Nice. So that that'll probably have to happen. I'm thinking. I don't know. I might just play. 13 offline to finish up that game but i also kind of just want to stream it because i'm just like I, I streamed all of the game up to this point but i don't know when i'm ever going to go back to it <sighs> i was getting close to the end too like I, I if i remember correctly i'm like i have to go a little bit further and then the whole group comes together and then basically goes to the end of the game well well actually i'm a little bit further than that because they're not even on pulse yet Fuck, I got a lot more of that game than I realized. <laughs> hey, hey, man, like, 
I, I get you want to fin uh, you want to finish everything up at the same time. Like Persona Three, you have Persona Three now. Yeah, so. yeah. I was I was I was telling because Ghost uh, Ghost asked me the other night, uh, last well last night, uh, you know, he's like, are you still streaming and stuff like that? And he goes, and I went, kind of, and stuff like that because I'm like, we're, you know, we're we're live. We try to be live every week, and I feel like we are. We've been doing pretty well of that for the past like month or so of just doing the podcast pretty weekly. Yeah, it's definitely something like streaming overall is something that we both need to get a bit better at in terms of consistency. Yeah, like I you're just, doing a better job than me, absolutely. But I just, I, I is it like I said, it's becoming more. It's becoming a little harder with the dog now. But uh, yeah. Because I can, well, that, I, I can tell she's antsy at the moment and wants to go outside or something like that. So. Well, the dog adds the charm, though. Yeah, she's got a lot of energy, and I need, and and when I'm gone all day long, and then I have, and she's just sitting in her crate. That's uh, she's gonna get all riled up, and then when I get here, she's gonna go freaking nuts, like she did. So I was like, and I can't keep just keep keep giving her a bone every time I want her to leave me alone. Very fair. But I do enjoy her, but got to figure out a way to stream. I, I thought about moving my whole setup from uh, right now. I have it in the main room and putting this in my room and stuff like that. And, and either just leaving her out here to try and play by herself. Although I've done that and she kind of wrecks the place a little bit. The last thing I want to do is uh, put her in her crate even longer than I already have. So... <laughs> Adulting's fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I was like trying trying to stream more often is is uh is difficult and stuff like that. So but something I definitely want to get back to doing better now that I might have a game I want to play. Yeah. All the way. And I'll and I'll have a good amount of enjoyment and time with. Where I was like, kind of before this, I was just like, I think I talked, I think I told you, I was just like, I don't really have a game I want to play at the moment. Like, like I think, like I was kind of waiting to see what that first Persona announcement was to see if it was like a four remake or whatever, and it was just pretty much nothing. And then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm tired of waiting for Atlas to try and make a P3 remake or whatever. I'm just gonna, just gonna buy it. I got PS2 over there, it works. Let's go. Let's just do it. Yep. So that's what I did. Nice. Still, still unsure of how the hell I'm gonna stream it off that, but I'm pretty sure I know how. It'll probably be similar to how I do uh, PS3. How I do the PS3, yeah. So I don't think it'll be that hard. Yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if I can make uh, arise that game for me. I, though I don't know how much fun that game is going to be to watch. I'm hoping it is. I mean, I think anything can be fun to watch if you if you can somewhat make it entertaining. Or it, It's always one of those things like whether or not it's you find yourself entertaining or whether or not you are entertained by the game, I feel like is two different things. But like if you're okay with just you being entertained, I feel like that's perfectly fine. Hmm. So. I don't know. It's something I gotta think about. 
Eh, I mean, at least you can just like try it and see how it goes. Yeah, I need to get drunk more consistently, though. <laughs> I think that'll help me a lot. That's fair. So yeah, and then I was like, later this month will be Darkest Dungeon two. So play a You're bunch kidding. of that. Play That's a... that soon. Oh, it's twenty sixth of this month, man. God damn. 13 days. It's going to be out on uh, Epic Game Store. That's just crazy to think about. And I think we start the year by thinking that game was just a fantasy still. I mean, they said it was going to be out this year and stuff like that. But I wasn't quite sure when. No one was really quite sure when this year. So... And he just kind of been, we just kind of kept pushing back and back and back, and then it was just like, oh, early access will be the twenty sixth, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> the only the game that I'm that now we're kind of just going like, uh, where is it at? Is uh, Silk Song at this point? I feel like it's like, uh, where's that game at? Because <laughs> we haven't really heard uh-huh. anything about that since E three of last year. It wasn't that supposed to come out this year, too. Yep. Let's see. Does that have a release date? Silk Song, it doesn't have a release date as far as I'm as far as I know. And that was revealed that Silk Song may be set for release on February 1st, 2022. Oh. Is that just speculation, or is that was that confirmed by Team Cherry? Uh, it, that was not confirmed by Team Cherry. It was okay. uh, part of the uh, GeoForce Now leak. Ah. Hmm. So, yeah, I. It, it's one of those things I'm like, and then I like it. Like I said, it was just like, I have really no other games I want to like that are calling out for me to play. Like I was trying to do that with 13 and it was like, I was enjoying it and I still am. It's just, it's part of me. It's just like, eh. like you need that game that uh, functions as your hook. It's like, this is something that I really just really want to get into. Well, and I've oftentimes said that streaming if you're not enjoying what you're streaming, then you're then then the audience are you even, certainly isn't going yeah, to Yeah, then you're either. not then the then the people watching aren't. And then you ask yourself, why the fuck am I doing this then? <laughs> makes no damn sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you hundred percent. So as much as I've like I wanna try and make a consistent streaming schedule and stuff like that, like I just I need to find that game or I need to find what I call is I need to refine my love of video games is what I is what I've yeah. kind of called it where I'm like I'm excited to play a game and stuff like that like I just felt like whether it's stress or some other thing or whatever or just lack of like the, the only other game I can think of that I played but I didn't stream was three houses and I didn't stream that for multiple reasons that one I wanted to enjoy the game and two, because I wasn't going to be entertaining doing so. I knew I wasn't going to be. I, okay, I could see that. So, 
sort of the same reason why I never finished the like Palo marathon that I originally planned and heavily advertised and never got around <laughs> finishing. Yeah. Um it, it's one of those things that I think I it I want to try and get more into like editing and stuff like that, like making videos, especially like YouTube videos and stuff like that and actually like putting them out there. Yeah. Um but if I don't have time to stream, when the hell am I going to have time to edit? <laughs> I have to play the game and then edit it together. And I'm just like, I, I might, if I can get something together for Dark Dungeon 2, maybe I could like have a, just take like my stream ones and then just make that into a YouTube video potentially. That's what a lot of people like do with streams nowadays. Like a highlights video? Sort of. Yeah. Where you can just take like all your best bits from it and stuff like that and just, just yeah. put that out there but i've also talked about kind of like kind of what like northern lion does with like a bunch of like with isaac where you just like record yourself doing a run and stuff like that and then like that's the whole video like you just do commentary over it yeah. i mean granted he's been doing that for a very long time and is very good at it where he's like well yeah you gotta start somewhere too yeah no and, and that's why i think i like that and stuff like that it's also kind of where i've talked about wanting to do more uh, per, like the doing like the new game plus is for Persona Four and Five because I've talked about wanting to do Four and Five uh, a new game plus stuff like that because there's a few still a few achievements I need for Four and Five just because I've never played new game plus on Five yet. Yeah, and so I was like, well, I could stream it again, but I'm just like, I, I think I would want to just like record it and then just put some of my like highlights in there and stuff like that and just make it like a highlight video stuff like that rather than just streaming it and I'm like I don't but I don't know just because I'm like yeah again like we talked about like playing replaying games over it's like was why you didn't why Halo wasn't resonating with you it's like once you've replayed it it doesn't feel the same that doesn't really feel the same uh, yeah uh, one of the main appeals of like going through the Halo story is you uh, everything that's happening is a surprise and it all feels really fun and organic and going through the Halo games again it was a lot of fun. I'm not sure if it was any fun to watch, though, because it's like I'm not really reacting to anything. I knew exactly how the game was going to play out from the minute I hit the start button. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm just like, eh, maybe. Uh, I was thinking I could add some entertainment value because it's like, oh, maybe I can speed run this. But since I suck, just uh, obviously that wasn't going to happen. What is it? Just uh, try and beat. Uh, what is it? Recently on uh, on the Fuckface podcast, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free were doing like this bet that of like who could beat outskirts from Halo 2, like who could have the best time in that. And they got down to like, I think it was 335, 3 minutes, 35 seconds or something like that. Like, neither one of them could beat that. And that was what, like, it ended up with. And like, that was their speed run for it, is they beat Outskirts in 3 minutes and 35 seconds. Oh. Oh, well, Outskirts <laughs> isn't, that, uh, isn't that hard. And there's a bunch of, like, exploits that you can use. Which is exactly, which is exactly why they, uh, they, that Gavin picked that one. He was like, pick a level, yeah. and then and that's what we're going to do. And then he goes, and Gavin goes, outskirts. And he goes, oh, I know why. 
So yeah, you could always do stuff like that. Uh, that that's uh, that that is something that I I've been struggling with quite a bit though too. Just finding not a thing, not only a game that I would find entertaining, but what I think I could be entertaining while playing. Because it's like even with like some games, like I know I'm gonna have a good time playing Black Black for Blood, uh, Back for Blood. I'm not. I don't really want to stream it because I don't think watching it's going to be much fun, especially if I'm just playing by myself. You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, no, I I, I feel you. Hmm. Yeah. Streaming's difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's fi- it's finding it that it's finding that game. And then sometimes I feel like it's just like us kind of overthinking and stuff like that. It's like when I originally played through like five and stuff like that. One, I was because I, I had never played the game before, so I like you said everything was new. But at the same yeah. time, I was like, there was points in the game, and the, watching it back, I was just like, well, this is entertaining. But you know what? I was having fun, so that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> at the same time, a lot of times you're going for the streamer themselves and not the game. Mm. Like I turned into every single one of your Persona streams because I love chatting with you and because I love Persona, but. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that, that's that's partially it. I mean, like I feel like the game is what gets people to there, and then your personality is what keeps people there. That's the hook, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's why I always find it interesting that like there are a few like big name streamers that I like and stuff like that, but not because mm-hmm. they like interact with chat because their chats are just they're it's flying so fast. There's no way they could ever read all of it and stuff like that. But I'm just like. It's always fun. It's always interesting when people go, "Those are my. That's my my favorite streamer. My favorite streamer is Ninja and stuff like that." I'm like, "Why? Because <laughs> he's funny? Maybe I don't know. I guess that would be the, like the only reason I would think of. But it's like I always like that like small streamer feel where it's just like you can at least have a chat with them and stuff like that. And obviously you want them to get yeah. bigger, but at the same time, then they get if they get bigger and then they start having a bigger audience and stuff like that, then you chat with them less, but yeah, you would rather see people succeed. I feel like. Definitely. Streaming's weird, man. I love it, but it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I oftentimes wonder, I'm like, oh man, it's like, I feel like I feel like a majority of people when it comes to seeing a streamer, I feel like your other funny enough, your other outlets will become more of a thing than your other ones and stuff like that. Like I recently and, I, and I've talked about the Brizzy recently made a TikTok where he put he's putting like all of his favorite like his best clips on it and stuff like that. And because he he hired like an editor to do like these little clips for TikTok. And as a result of that, his TikTok has been blowing up as a result of it and stuff like that. And more, he's getting more people into his streams as a result. So I'm just like, it's always interesting that you get more people into your streams by using other things than just that aren't uh, that aren't Twitch, yeah. Or like he was like, I think he put like a Twitter post on there, out there, and stuff like that. He's like, I've had more success in TikTok than I have in three years of Twitter. 
so and he recently made the tiktok <laughs> so i don't know if that just shows like how big tiktok is at the moment or whatever or if it's more i couldn't tell you it might be a bit i feel like it provides a good gateway for a lot of people because all the clips are so short and a lot more people are e- more easily discoverable on there I don't know. I I I'll be honest. I don't know much about TikTok in the slightest. Me either. I was like, this we're showing our boomerness and stuff like that. We're showing and stuff like that. We're we're we, neither one of us are on TikTok. We don't really search through TikTok or whatever. Is this making you want to go go over to TikTok? No, not necessarily. But I can't help but thought, oh, maybe maybe I could post some of my old clips and stuff like that and see what happens. Just see, you know? Yeah. Or what I talked, or like what I talked about earlier, which is making YouTube videos and stuff like that. Like I want to try, I want to start doing that. Where whether that's just some of my past clips, or just doing full on series and stuff like that. I remember a while ago I talked about doing a uh, Blood Moon Dark Dungeon run and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I never really wanted to do it on stream because especially with Darkest Dungeon, like in between the battles and stuff like that, it's so boring. Like you level you level up your guys and stuff like that. And especially if it's a modded thing, you're looking through so many different classes. And I'm just like, oh, what works together? And then it's like a half hour later and I finally picked a class. I finally picked a team. Like that so is that's something I would so that's something that would definitely work better in like a video format you're, you're thinking yeah and that's why i was just like well if i can do it in a video format i can just cut all of that like half hour of me figuring out like what the team is going to be and cut stuff like that and, and just go right to what the action so makes perfect sense to me but that never happens because i was i was also tired of waiting for darkest dungeon 2 and then all of a sudden darkest dungeon 2 got an announcement date and i'm just like well fuck now i don't want to play all darkest dungeon to get burnt out on it before it actually comes out (laughs) even though it will probably be completely different and i will still love it regardless just it's just in my head i'm just like i can't play darkest dungeon the dark the darkest dungeon 2 comes out soon (laughs) yeah it was the same thing when uh when when I was when Hades was in early access, like I never wanted to play the early access Hades because I I played like four runs of it and I was just like this is great this is amazing I love this and stuff like that and and then it came out with a full release had the ending and stuff like that had the Hades fight in it and then it was just like and I was just like I played that and I was just like it's great it's fantastic and stuff like that mm-hmm. I'm like I'm really glad I waited on that because. I, I I just watched people play the shit out of the early beta, and then when it came up for release, they were so burnt out on the game that they didn't want to play it, even though there was new stuff in it. It's all it's always kind of interesting when you like early access is always a really nice thing, but it's stuff like that. But then when you play through it too much, especially when you know like stuff was going to be added later on, yeah, it it just co- it is just hard to go back to it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to take a break. Like some games I feel like I've just need to take a break from and then come back to later. And I feel like I enjoy them a lot more. I feel like it's even worse when it comes to uh, some single player games, because something that happened to me recently, I'm not sure if I told you this, but I think it was around my birthday. I did a full playthrough of the game Alan Wake. And then, like, a couple weeks later, Alan Wake Remastered got announced. 
Well, well, a couple months later, I'll be I'll be fair. But like I have the game now. It's sitting in my living room and I want to play through it again to uh, listen to the de- developer's commentary. But I'm just sitting here it's like played through this game like so uh, uh, it was like what feels like so so-, so soon I just don't know if I want to do that again. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel that. like it's a little I feel like it's a little easier with games like Hades because that's a game that you're meant to be playing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I guess it just depends on how often you're actually playing it. Yeah. I also find I also think that like a game like Hades is it's an easy one to pick up and then put down very easily. Like you pick it up, yeah. you play a few run or two and then you put it down stuff like that and like yes it has a story and the gameplay is pretty much the same and stuff like that but it's always fun regardless but i was like i was recently like i haven't like like i was like i haven't picked up like slay the spire i played a couple runs of slay the spire and i was just like yeah this feels like really good because i haven't played it in a while finding of isaac was the same way even hollow knight i played through like a half thing of hollow knight and i was just like yeah this is fun because it's been so long since I played it. <sighs> yeah, I've thought about doing like an XCOM two run, like a War of the Chosen run. Because I only I I absolutely loved the DLC pack War of the Chosen. Like I think that that might be one of the best DLC packs that's ever been put out ever by any game. I really do think that because oh, of wow. like how much how much every mechanic changed and all the new classes felt very unique and very desirable at the same time but you could only have like one maybe two of them at a time so i was just like this is neat and it it added like these mini boss boss enemies and stuff like that on top of like the other ones that were also put out from a previous dlc so it was just like it was adding a bunch of extra challenges but also giving a good amount of reward for defeating those bosses and stuff like that. Like when you defeated one of the chosen, you got their like weapons. So I remember the sniper for uh it was like one of the first of the chosen you fight and that sniper was so good because not only if you didn't move, you could shoot twice. And the whole thing is with snipers is as long as you have range or you could see if the sniper could see it and one of your and one of your allies could see the enemy and you were within line like you could they they had a shot at it you could shoot it and stuff like that so you post a sniper up really high and stuff like that so you could you can see over the entire battlefield and stuff like that and then have your squad just slowly find people and then you could just take them out with your sniper. I'm like, that was so good. Also with that sniper, you could move and shoot at the same time. Whereas most snipers, if you moved, you couldn't shoot a sniper afterwards. That's just the sniper. I was like, that's also just the sniper. There's like four other things you get. There's like a, there's like a really cool sword for your, uh, for your, um, it was, it was like armor piercing sword or whatever. So like, you could slice through armor and stuff like that, and you could like beat berserker. I want to uh, I want to point out an achievement in that game is to kill a berserker with melee, which 
berserkers, you would think that they're really good with melee combat and stuff like that. With that sword, it's actually quite easy. Right then. Okay. <laughs> and like, yes, those weapons probably make you a little overpowered, but in, in the essence, you worked for them, so you earned it. <laughs> so that's how I always look at it. <laughs> And then there was the, oh god, then there's like the alien bosses or something like that, that or alien overlords or whatever, I think from like a Fallen DLC or whatever. And they're like these giant alien monsters that are like really strong and really powerful. But there's there's a cheese that I, I, will, I, I will never forgive uh, the Brizzy for uh, doing and stuff like that. So there's a, an attachment you could put on your guns to have like a 5% chance for an insta kill. So whenever you shoot it, it just instantly kills it. With a 5% fucking chance on a reaction shot, he, one of the MIG bosses spawns in, the guy shoots it, instantly kills it. Motherfucker. Those things are a pain in the ass. What the fuck? <laughs> you it, because they're not like bosses, so they get so they get they get affected by that five percent chance. He rolled the five percent chance to insta kill it, and I'm just like, you son of a bitch! I hate you. <laughs> it isn't fair. I wanted you to struggle like I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the epitome of streamer luck, right there. Uh, makes for a fucking great clip of it. Oh, absolutely! It's one of his one of his best clips he has on his channel. <laughs> I think I have it saved on my uh, on my under my favorites just because I was just like, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I think I think if I remember correctly, the actual the actual title for, of the clip is just bullshit in all capitals. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Uh, it's not fair it's really not like you you gotta struggle against those things and he's just like boom oh it's dead i guess yay (laughs) there we go (sighs) but yeah that's why i oftentimes say the war of the chosen is probably one of the best dlc packs to ever be put out and stuff like that it absolutely is worth like the 20 bucks that you that you spend on it and stuff like that i remember seeing xcom 2 with war of the chosen on sale not that long ago for like ten dollars and i'm like this is a fucking steal not only is it like a hundred hours of absolutely amazing gameplay but you get one of the best dlc packs ever put out dude i still haven't played through xcom 2 you're you're giving me ideas now it's so good if you play it if you play through it it'll be fantastic i think you'll and now steam has crashed oh no here we go that was also why I was like, they were coming off XCOM 2 and then uh, Chimera Squad or whatever was coming out. And I was just like, oh, you know, they figured, I think they figured out like the, the thing for Chimera Squad. And and then uh, then Chimera Squad came out and I'm just like, it had a good and interesting concept with like a sort of a turn-based sort of thing rather than just everyone gets a turn and then the enemy gets a turn and then going back and forth and stuff like that. It was like, your guy would go, then an opponent would go, and then you would go, and then your opponent go again, or you get another guy to go again, and stuff like that. So I was just like, it's good in theory, but 
the game itself had flaws. Mainly because it wanted to tell a story with these characters. And part of X, the experience of XCOM is that you're going to lose characters. Yeah. It's, it's just what's going to happen. So the fact is that they're like, oh, these characters will just never die. You'll just magically save them. Uh, so I want to point out it's still on sale. You can buy every uh, XCOM game ever made right now really? for $35. That includes the first one, Enemy Within, XCOM 2, all of its DLC, and Chimera Squad. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, how much does it cost for just XCOM 2 and all of its DLC? Let's see. $20. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's such a, That's so good. Do I want to spend that right now? I just spent $60 on another game, so I might need to buy this. That's fair. Oh, wow. It ends in like 16 hours, too. We, we picked the perfect time, man. Yeah, right? Pick the perfect time to just like go out and stuff like to talk about XCOM 2. Yeah. Oh. So for as much as I love XCOM 2, I tried to play a long war mod of that, like on like legendary difficulty. Dude. Like what the What is this? Playing a long war is just another is just another monster in and of itself. So apparently they made this game hard to launch now. Game was fun until 2K decided to do the to do their new launcher and block any and all mods from being used. What? For XCOM 2? Yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't played it recently, but I don't remember that being a thing. Uh posted September 17th. They're ignoring user feedback and currently using Steam's own anti-review bombing program to create a continued positive impact for the now unplayable game. I cannot stress this enough. This game is no longer playable. Sure was a brilliant move to replace the old mod-friendly launcher with the new 2K launcher. It is absolute BS. And there's a link to a workaround. What is this? I mean, I I'm, I still want to play it, but hmm, never heard anything. I didn't go look. I I didn't go looking for that. By the way, that's that's the no, yeah, I, I see review it. Yeah, I, I see it. It's the most recent review. Huh. Let's see. That's very interesting. But yeah, I absolutely recommend XCOM two, two. If uh, especially if it, it's, I'm, I assume it's still playable. It's just probably working on some kinks. If they really did make this two K launcher, which I hadn't yeah. heard of, if it, if that is a thing, but apparently they, they it says here they're working on it, so. Maybe it fixed. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Look, I heard the I heard there was some banger mods for that game. Oh, absolutely. I think just like cosmetics alone, you could make any you could make any of your characters look like 
any character basically like there's like a star wars one or something like that so you'll make it look make it look like stormtroopers which is really funny because sometimes when you're shooting in that game makes you feel like you're a stormtrooper because you can't hit shit no matter how no matter how good your odds are i guarantee you at least one time in your playthrough and stuff like that you're gonna miss a 99 percent chance guarantee it what you call getting x <laughs> yeah but i always called it so. oh. yeah yeah so i forgot about this you want to hear an actual piece of uh gaming news because i forgot new uh triple a studio opened today oh yeah what's that uh, so a new studio called Possibly Spaced announced and is being founded by the found, same founder of Unlead Labs, uh, Jeff Strain. He's working on a big, new, ambitious title. Hmm. The only other thing I know that he's worked on was State of Decay. So I'm I'm hoping. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Like it could be, could oh. be pretty interesting. I don't really have. I, got. I don't really have much to say on that, but okay. It's all. It's all, it's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happening. It's not my fault. I mean, we could talk about the other, the other thing that I thought was kind of interesting. We talked about beforehand, and we just kind of shot the shit for last hour and like twenty minutes. No way. This has been going on an hour. Oh my fucking! <laughs> holy shit! It flies by, don't it? Yeah. But yeah. So what was that thing? Uh, uh, so EA is in a messy fight over the FIFA license because FIFA is now wanting more uh, more money for the FIFA title. That's right. So last week, EA hinted towards that they might be renaming the massively popular FIFA series. I'm going to tell you right now, they're probably not going to do that. But no. let's, let, let's, uh, let's humor it for a second here. How about? Um, okay. Let's say let's say they are going to and stuff like that. What does it mean for them and stuff like that? So it means that they won't be able to use any of the any of the players or any of the uh, names of any of any of these teams and stuff like that. Currently, they were under a, a contract that recently just expired. Now the FIFA wants, I think they said one billion dollars for every year for the for naming rights. Or is it wow. Like, yeah. One billion. Well, oh, each every four years for the World Cup cycle. Got it. So it's over. It's one billion over four years. Yeah, that's not that bad then. Yeah, considering how much money that that FIFA brings in, or I probably should say that the loot boxes for FIFA bring in. Um, it's probably not that much and stuff like that, but. It doesn't seem like EA wants to budge off of what their current contract is. Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of both ways where EA doesn't want to budge. And also it seems like FIFA wants to branch out more as a result of it as well. Like it sounds like that their disagreement over they because FIFA no longer wants to be an exclusivity deal with EA because they want to try and cut more deals with other companies. They talked about potential partnership with epic games um 
And they said, explore other venues within the FIFA uh, video game ecosystem, which I don't know exactly what that would be. Um, But it's like they want to host like tournaments. And then they also, and then the thing that we were kind of like talking about was that they wanted to make digital products of NFTs. And NFTs are their whole, are a whole other monster to get into. And that's boy. But basically, they want to monetize the hell out of FIFA than it already is and stuff like that. Stuff that they really can't do as long as EA has basically all the rights to. Okay, so I looked up because I wanted to find out how much money FIFA makes. And is EA going to find this? What do you say? Like, oh, you said one billion or four billion every four years. It was one billion for each four year World Cup cycle. Is how they have it written. Okay, so FIFA 21 by itself apparently made um, in quarter four 2021, FIFA 21 made $1.34 billion and it's during its entire life cycle it generated $5.6 billion total in revenue for EA. That's the one FIFA game. Yeah. And this is like disputing the next FIFA game as well. So, yeah, I still feel like EA is gonna pay for it. FIFA makes too much money. Yeah, but I think, like I said, they, they that it's kind of like a back and forth right now between the two of them. Because, like I said, FIFA wants to do stuff, and EA obviously doesn't want to pay the the absolute majority of it. Yeah, but when you look at it, FIFA has also come under like. A lot, a lot of scrutiny, especially in recent years with all loot boxes and how it's like they literally had like a gambling thing and stuff like that. They, they had what was it? Eurogamer currently had like a interview about it, and the main thing you can take out of that is that they basically called FIFA like any other football game, where it's like if you're gonna want a pay player, you're gonna pay for them and stuff like that. And I'm just like, but this is a video well, that's game. Some bullshit. But this yeah. is a video game. It's not like the real thing. It's not like we're playing football simulator and stuff like that. We're paying real money for these things and stuff like that. It's a very it's a very weak argument. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, then there's also there's plenty of stuff on FIFA side uh, when it comes to just craziness and stuff like that back in 2015 they were accused of of uh, bribery for when they were going to host the next world cup because where it was hosted was so awkward was so odd and i don't remember exactly where that was but they also didn't have the structure to do so and they weren't even anywhere near like high up on the ballot that were of like potential places and stuff like that so they're like how the hell did it end up here then oh because people got bribed that's how I mean, there's also just like a bunch of other shit. FIFA has like some of the most interesting. I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> the interesting controversies or probably some of the worst directors that could be out there where it's basically just them lining their own pockets. Righty ho then. Yeah. But FIFA, it's great. And everyone tunes in every four years to watch the World Cup. <sighs> so. Yeah, it's no surprise that uh so when when 
when EA basically comes back on and says that, oh, you know, we're not, we're just not going to make FIFA, we're just not going to make FIFA FIFA then. We're not, we're not going to call it FIFA anymore. And it goes, but that, that wouldn't work. I'm just going to say that right now. Like not the, the FIFA name is probably what sells the majority of it. Probably. It, it, FIFA sells cop, sells make the FIFA makes money because it's FIFA can't just come out with any generic EA Sports soccer game and expect it to generate the same amount of revenue. Hey, exactly. So that's why I'm just like, this is this is a bluff that FIFA is calling on them. And I think they're absolutely right that it is probably a really bad bluff. Yeah. Um, reminds me back when uh, the Marlins baseball team uh, wanted to threaten to move unless the state paid for its co- it's like new stadium or something or like help paid for the new stadium mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah we'll just leave and go and I went and go where <laughs> uh, and it is like it, and I'm we'll, just play, like, we'll play for the Packers it's like yeah we're gonna go to Wisconsin and have we're gonna have two baseball teams I'm like what no, it's not going to work. No, they're not going to play football. They're going to play. They're going to play football, not basketball. Exactly. Or baseball. <laughs> you hit every other sport, but the one, but the one you needed to say. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's like I don't I don't ever. I, I bet they'll come to some sort of agreement or something like that or. EA will concede on this one billion a year or whatever, or for every four years, not every billion, every four years. They said for the World Cup <laughs> every cycle, billion years. every one billion years. <laughs> so, I feel like EA has really had a hard time with these uh, sports games and stuff like that. Like I've talked about how like m- m- the. Uh, the NCAA game is probably never coming out just because they're never going to get all the rights to all these schools. Yeah, they certainly want them to come. Oh, absolutely. They want them to. And now EA is coming back under or EA is coming back under fire for FIFA. So like that a license that they already have, but now that the one is expiring and FIFA is just like, oh, well, this game makes a fuckload of money and stuff like that. So we want more. And so I'm just like, okay, sure. <laughs> It's like uh when I wonder when uh wonder when 2K will come under fire for uh the the NBA games that they make. <laughs> kind of don't feel like they work. I'm pretty sure they have a pretty good relationship with the NBA. That's good. From what I understand. That was always just one I thought. I was like, oh, the idea that, you know, if EA could lose their biggest moneymaker or potentially lose the namesake to the biggest moneymaker they have. It's pretty big. Hmm. Speaking of game that makes money, uh, League of Legends, you know, is a game that still somehow makes money. Uh, they've recently made headlines because they're removing all chat from, uh, their, from their mobile game. Something that... Uh, has been in the game since launch. So. Cool. Why are they doing this? Because toxic toxic players are everywhere. <laughs> it's 
they want to reduce toxicity but yeah like but it's just not going to fix anything because a majority of what of toxic people are your own teammates and it's not like in in a game like league you need to have at least somewhat coordination with people and Mm -hmm. stuff like that otherwise otherwise you just it's going to be hard to coordinate anything with people like I get, the ping system is nice that they have in there. Like you can tell people where they're when they're going to go in there, or stuff like that, or if like an enemy's missing. But yeah, you kind of you kind of need the uh, the ability to type in chat. So in in the end, this will do almost oh. nothing. But like, what what it will end up doing is, I feel like as well is that there was always funny moments that you could, you could have with like your opponent and stuff like that. When you're just having like random conversations with, with the opposing team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you couldn't turn off all chat or anything like that. It's not like you couldn't just mute other people, but because no one ever, ever, ever uses that function. They had, they felt the need to just take it out. Back when I used to play this game, it's I them, muted man. so many people. It was unreal. <laughs> It was unreal. It's because it's League of fucking Legends. Like, I want to be mean, but what did you expect? I don't know. It was also back in the time where not everyone was a piece of shit. <laughs> or at least didn't feel like everyone was a piece of shit. Like, you actually had some good good, uh, good teammates and stuff like that. That's nice. Back when everyone wasn't trying to be all esporty. Now everyone just wants to be esports. That's every game, though. I know, it sucks. But it's like it, it, it. At some point, League was all about fun. Like people played the game for fun, and then esports slowly ruined that. That. Uh, that's a. That sounds like a magical fucking time. Oh, Holy shit! It was great. Season two into season three, fantastic time to play the game. E- esports wasn't a big thing at the time. Like it was starting to get big and stuff like that. But everyone was still playing the game because it was fun. I also find I also realized that at that time League was still making mechanics that were fun because they were fun, not because they were good and stuff like that. And then they're like, oh, season two worlds like outsold like what was it? That if the stadium that they rented out which I think was the Staples Center that year, sold out in less than five seconds. Like, all the tickets that they had on sale were gone in five seconds. And there was more people watching on Twitch than there was people watching the halftime show at the Super Bowl that year. So, that told them right there and then that there are people that want to watch esports. And then they said, fuck fun, let's just make esports. (laughs) <laughs> and that was the shift from season three mid midway through season three into four the game was just not fun anymore because they weren't making the game fun they were making everything good and it makes and it's that hard balance of what is good and what is fun type deal i don't suppose i could ever come up with anything like wow classic and get rid of that esports like competitive competitiveness could well, they if you remember, if you remember not that long ago, there was a person making a fan-made uh, version of League of Legends that That's was like right. the first couple seasons. They shut it down because they said nobody wanted to play that version of the game. I feel like that's the version that more people would play. 
Maybe they, it's they, just because I'm an old fart and I like playing games casually, but I they, don't know. They play. They played the old Blizzard card. That's you think you want it, but you don't. You would think they realized by uh, more companies would realize by now that yes, we do. We know what we want, and that's why we're asking for. Yeah, I also think that like the especially riots looking at like their their game League Legends, they've had so many people just like retire or leave the game and stuff like that. And they go, Mm -hmm. well, these people aren't going to come back just because of an old version of the game. I'm like, no, they absolutely would. Like that was when they played the majority of the time and had fun and did all this stuff and and whatever. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it well but. what you're doing now isn't going to fix isn't going to bring them back either well like, they, they don't care to like, bring them back that's the thing they don't care they don't care to bring them back because they know that they're going to find new younger talent that's going to play the game from season eight or whatever the hell they're on i think it's like season six or something like that maybe even seven at this point but i suppose so but like if you're trying to go hard on like tech uh, toxicity you need to like self-reflect and wonder like where that's beginning essentially like maybe there needs to uh, like maybe we should make a version of league that's not so sweaty a game where we can just people can just jump in and have fun because our current game just doesn't encourage that play style nor does our other game but but why would you do that when you could do esports i don't know and esports makes you more money because the casual player is not going to buy skins they're not going to they're not going to buy the season they're not going to buy the battle passes or whatever you know what bothers me about esports i don't get why uh, so many of the games that that surround the esports genre, like uh, fucking League, Valorant. I'll uh, like I can fucking fucking other shit. Fortnite, Overwatch. Well, Overwatch in this sense is almost an exception. I don't get why a lot of those games seem to seem to encourage that kind of sweaty lifestyle like i feel like the ultimate kind of game that would be perfect for esports is a game that's you know fun first to get more people to get more people into it but if you can be really sweaty and be like super good at the game like that's just that's just like a bonus that's like the cherry on top like you can be super good at this game that you really really love and have a ton of fun with uh, but there's also this base of people that just love to play the game. I just feel like a lot of games that surround esports don't have that cream at the bottom. It's just a really big fat fucking cherry. And there's a lot of people who want to get into esports, but they see the size of that cherry and then they're they're like, do I really want to try shoving that cherry in my mouth? I'm not sure I do. I want some whipped cream in my life. I'll let you go now. Sorry. I, I, I see your point and stuff like that. Like, 
especially with a game like Valorant, like Valorant's like meant to be a hardcore game and stuff like that. But when you, when I look at League and I still see that, or even just like I, I said Overwatch because they have the Overwatch League and stuff like that, and I've still seen people even in casual still like going like, "Hey, why don't you don't why do you play this character? This character sucks and stuff like that." I'm like, but I enjoy it, and it's just casuals. So what the fuck does it matter? So that that's how that's why the only reason I put in that. But it's just like yeah. League has that same thing where it's like if they have casual and stuff like that, but the people who but people who are play, playing casual just take it too too seriously. Like that's that's the number one thing. Well, uh, uh, well, uh, well, that's the exact problem. Like going back to my metaphor, League is kind of at this point where it had that. At a really, really delicious creamy base, but as time w- went on, like more and more people kept craving that cherry. The people that want to get to the whipped cream are having to fight all the people that are going for that cherry. Uh, so, so it, it it sucks that it's in this limbo of being a fun game that a lot of people could really enjoy casually, but just not being able to essentially. I also feel like that's what it comes. It also comes down to the content creators that make content for that, for league and stuff like that. Cause oftentimes those are the people that are like, especially like all the top streamers are like esports players or just people that have been playing the game for a very long time and still want to like hit diamond hit challenger or whatever. And be really good at the game and stuff like that. Those are always the people you see and stuff like that. Like I often, I, I've, uh, I've, rec- I've recommended the uh, spazzy. He used to make all these old videos that are just like, there are times where he went hard. He tried to actually be good at the game and stuff like that. And he was halfway decent at mm-hmm. the game, actually more than decent at the game. Like he was actually still pretty good, but there were, when he was just playing with friends, he fucked around and he had fun with it and stuff like that. That was a majority of the content that he put out and it was fun and stuff like that like because all they were doing is just fucking around or he was just making jokes while still playing the game well or something like that or but i i just remember like some of the old old videos of his were just like they intentionally threw a match that they were winning because they were like fucking around running into the other people's base trying to like oh let's buy stuff in their base and stuff like that and i'm just like and they end up losing the game and they go why did we lose this game oh wait because we're having fun that's why. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's 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 what league that's what league's missing. And because content creators aren't making that, they're making the hardcore esports things and stuff like that. And people are looking at the hardcore esports stuff, that's what they think the game is. So when they go into casuals just wanting to practice or something like that before they want to go into ranked, they just go, Well, yeah, that's not I'm playing right. I'm like, I'm trying to practice to be esports. I'm like, well then just go into ranked. They have something for it specifically for you to play a hardcore and that people will play to the highest level and stuff like that. Most of the time. <laughs> Some people just fuck around and troll and that. Yeah. And that's and those are the trolls that you need to get out of that that are the to- that are oftentimes create toxicity and stuff like that. Because it, that they're being they're doing casual experience in the ranked where people are trying to do that and stuff like that and it's one of, it's just one of those things i'm just like all right there's specific places for that to happen and stuff like that you have to at least like 
somewhat play the game even if it means that you're like just kind of fucking around yeah so it's hard to explain that one but that's how i look at it it's like some people that just walk around intentionally feed and stuff like that those are the people that probably that are like just toxic or create toxicity that probably need to be banned (laughs) those are the people i i say that probably have just given up on the game or slash they don't want to play the game anymore but they don't know what else to do so they're just like i'm just gonna go fuck around and intentionally feed and stuff like that and i'm just like why just go play any other game please there's so many out there there's so much just go do anything else please (laughs) go do i don't know go fiddle with your fingers or something i don't fucking know anything else you think we're ever going to get that um, uh, League of Legends renaissance that we all want to happen? Because you're explaining this to me now, and now I feel bad. I didn't if, get in when that game was new. If if Riot ever realizes that not everyone looks at League and says that they want it to be a hardcore esports experience... I could see that being a thing, but as of right now, they are so utterly focused on esports, and they've been so utterly focused on esports since season three that it's not going to happen. It's it's just not. They're trying to make implications to make certain characters better and stuff like that, and taking away a lot of the fun. They want they want everything to be utilitized and stuff like that. And the game is just so different from what it was, like. There's, you you know how in like card games, like whenever like a new card game is released in like Magic and say like that, like you, when you see a card that is just straight up better than another card, that's what's happening with characters as well. That you see this character and you go, oh, this character is pretty good. But then this other character that just comes out is infinitely better than the one prior to it. So then this previous character becomes completely irrelevant because this one's just so far superior and stuff like that. And if you like, why are you playing that character? Why not just play? Why are you playing like, what is it? Tarek basically is completely useless because his kit is just nothing compared to like Thresh. Where Thresh is like, I still think to this day is the ultimate support class where he, he like can help you reposition. He's got stuns. He's got grabs. Uh, he's got slows and stuff like that. He's the ultimate support. And so it's just like, I don't, see why anyone else would ever play thresh like unless the other team is playing it and stuff like that so i and like one of my favorite support classes in that game or support characters in that game is lulu and lulu is completely and utterly useless in most of the time like she has she does good damage she's got a shield and a knock up and that's about it it's nothing compared to what thresh has i mean debatably my favorite character is worse oh yeah tristana way worse uh, I was going to say uh, Poppy. 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 Yeah, not, not Trisana. I don't know why it's said Trisana. They're both Yordles. But uh, yeah, I was like, Poppy. Poppy is like not even like a good tank anymore. She used to have one of the okay. best passives in the game, by the way. Her passive, That's what I hear, yeah. Her passive used to be like, if she gets dealt more than 10% of her current ma- or current health and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then you just have the damage. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Makes you unburstable. And in a game that's like 
all, all that's all that it, it is now where assassins rule and like everyone just like it, like you jump in kill the person then you jump out that's the whole game and that's why it's so frustrating because it doesn't feel like you can play against it that was a critique of league of legends that I, i'm as somebody that hasn't even played the game in like two years and stuff like that maybe even longer than that at this at this point but like Every time, every time I go look at like a streamer and stuff like that, like these, are, I feel like I hear the same things from them. It's like, oh, the uh, great, I just died from a collie who just jumped in, killed me instantly, and I didn't even see what happened, and then they got away scot free. Used it used to be when you jumped in, you're just there. <laughs> That's when team fights begin, and you weren't getting out unless you die. <laughs> So you actually had to pick strategically like when you go in. That sucks, man. Well, now I'm just sad. Yeah. You have I... this awesome game that can be a ton of fun. And you have all these really unique and fun-looking characters. And it's just like being wasted almost. It's just, it's, it's, it's just like, it's just like I said that like it, it, that it's how, it's how Riot sees their game and how they see their game is esports, but it's not how it's, it's not how it started. It's that, that's just how they got their big breaks. They're like, they feel like they need to be esports, um, all like all the time now. And because that's the feel that riot gives off that anyone that's still playing the game or made a living off of the game and stuff like that that's you know they like they want to keep you know making content and stuff like that they like don't want to leave league of legends because if they do they know that a lot of people that watch them probably won't stick around i know i've talked about it before but spazzy made that transition from league of legends content to just variety streaming and he i can only assume it was pretty scary at the time because he was just like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this for a living i don't know if a lot of people will stay will i be able to make you know will i be able to make the content and still enjoy what i'm doing and stuff like that and he found out he can and he slowly built up back up that community of of like people that enjoy watching him for him and then i think he also that was also something he never understood is like a lot of his content was not so much for League of Legends. It was because of he just made the game fun. Yeah. So comes back to that that uh, personality we were talking about. It kind of drives people into streamers or content in general. Um, but he saw. But I remember one of in one of his recent videos, he was talking about how he would just like quit games and stuff like that. Like if he was, like I think he was playing like WoW Classic, and then he was just like there was points where he would just stop playing the game and. Because he was, he's like, yeah, I, I played the game. I'm happy where I left it and stuff like that, even if I wasn't max level and all that. And then he went back to equivalent it to when he was playing League of Legends again. He like, he was talking about how he goes back to some streamers that were playing the game when he was playing the game or had played the game a lot longer than he has. And he mm -hmm. goes, and all these people are like playing this game and critiquing it and stuff like that. And he goes, and you could, he's like, he, he basically says, you can just see it on their face. That they're, that they're, they don't want to play this game anymore, but they can't convince themselves enough to want to leave the game because the, you can tell they're not having as much fun as they used to and that the game has just changed and they're just not either adapting to it or 
they don't like the way it's going and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, they just need, they, and like, it's just like, that's just what they need to do, but they don't want to, because like I just said, that they're going to be too afraid that they won't be able to have the, the viewer base that they are having. It's sad, man. Having to perpetually play this game that you used to see so much in, and now you're just stuck playing a game that you hate. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like a, I feel like that's a lot, not just League of Legends streamers. Like, there's all types of those ones, whether it's Hearthstone or or like Call of Duty people or something like that. Or please let know. never let this happen to Halo. Please never let this happen to Halo. It I just, just dread the idea of looking at that game one day and being and just like seeing it being a shell of what it once was just yeah it's my heart man there was uh what was it um god i forget i forget going back to what you said oh uh, about how it's kind of going the same way with call of duty now watch uh I, I uh, I was just talking about games for examples, but I watch just one channel that's um comment that's a commentary channel that used to be like a pro Call of Duty channel, and it's like I even he he's going like yeah this is a game that I used to play all the time. I'm going to Vanguard now, and I just feel nothing. Uh, like uh, I see all my uh, friends who are still playing Call of Duty, and they have to force themselves to get hyped about this game on camera and it and it's set and it's sad because like we all need to admit to ourselves that this game just isn't what it used to be yep so i i don't know it, it's one of those like games that i'm or it's like one of those things where it's just like it, i understand that like when you're playing a specific game and stuff like that like I feel like every streamer, regardless if you're variety or every content creator, whether you're variety or you stream just mainly particularly one game, you don't want to move off that game. And so like that because of that, because of that reason that you're going to lose viewership, you're going to lose your fan base and stuff like that. And that's why I feel like it, it's kind of one of those perks of being a variety streamer where you know, you're not stuck on one game for too long. Like, yeah, you go for stretches where you're playing a specific game and stuff like that. And be, and like you, you build up like a, like a fan base or something like that, or like a people that are interested in watching you play that game and stuff like that. And then you switch off that game and then everyone goes, well, you're not playing that game anymore. Eh, I'm good type deal. So, uh, and that's like, one of the difficulties of variety streaming. So it's, it again comes back to that idea that personality is what it, what he's going to take. And honestly, as I look at it, like if the, if people aren't going to watch you because you're not playing a specific game, then you probably don't want those people. Yeah. That, that's how I look. I, I, I understand that there are people who really enjoy a game and if they watch you specifically for that game, cool. But like when it comes to actual like fans of of a content of a content creator, 
if they're not going to wa- be watching you, if you're not playing a certain game, then you want to question whether and it's not those like, are the fans that you want or not. And it's not like they have to, like, you know, was it... Uh, I, re- I recently saw a Twitter post going, like, some some viewers, especially like for like bigger streamers, say like, "Oh, I can't," and and I and I see it all the time. It was like, "Oh, I can't always stop by," and stuff like that. I can't, like, and 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 like chat and stuff like that. And I'm like, "That's fine. I can't sub." And I'm like, "Well, that's fine. I don't want <laughs> stuff like that. If you can't do it financially, it's fine. Uh, it, you know, I can't sit there and lurk and stuff like that." And I'm like, "It's fine. If you can't show up, it's whatever. If you show up, like." every like couple streams you go hey and stuff like that that's fine by me honestly <laughs> yeah agreed like i i i feel like that's a lot of you a lot of viewers especially like smaller streamers sometimes uh feel like they need to need to be here like 24/7 and i'm just like don't ever feel the need to be like that So, you can see Jasmine over in there in the corner playing with her bone. I can I can hear her playing with her bone. <laughs> she got a little bit of energy. She laid down for a bit. So, yeah, I mean that's I mean, that's about two hours right there. I think. <laughs> I did not. Th- foresee us going this long not me all. either i was not thinking oh we'll be, we'll be we're gonna be good at like an hour and a half i'll be happy with that and then we just kind of kept going kept going yeah so our usual our usual just like talk about random stuff that we probably have already talked about before but nah, whatever <laughs> I, I was gonna say with i feel like we had sort of the same conversation last oh. Every week, I swear we have the same conversations over and over and over again, and I'm just like, it's, it's whatever, man. And we're gonna have the same conversations again next week. Uh, I can't wait to talk strikers and how in like uh, League of Legends all over again next week. Hey guys, welcome to the League of Legends cast where we talk. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me let me sit as Freak did once in like season one and stuff like that. It was like a really awkward pose or whatever. It was like something like this. So it was, it was something like this where he was just like sitting really awkwardly. It's like arms out like this. And it was just not like not like not like this, but like it's, it's kind of like this lower kind of thing. Very odd. It, it I can't recreate it. You're, like, you're going to have to look it up like Freak awkward pose or something like that. You can just look that up on like google <laughs> it's very funny uh, but yeah that's uh that's gonna do it for us thank you all so much for watching for listening to another episode of that's just gamer talk i realized the last one didn't go up because my rss feed fucked up <laughs> so it's out now so we can watch you can listen to last week's where we talked about sora and all that stuff on any any uh podcasting platforms and stuff like that and then uh, be sure to listen to this one. Hopefully it'll be out tomorrow if uh, if it doesn't fuck me up again. But yeah, be sure to follow uh, Tom Cruise Can't Lose His Twitch channel along with myself. I Like we talked about, we want to start streaming more often and, and, and not more than just the podcast. And uh, hopefully we're going to do that. Yeah. At least I, I think hopefully. we will. Hopefully I yeah. will. I, I, I want to, especially when Darkest Dungeon 2 comes out. Uh, I want to start going into that a bit more. Um, and now that I've got Persona 3, I've got another game I really want to play. 
Yeah. So there's always that. But yeah. See y'all next week when we talk more video games or we just shoot the shit to having the same conversations like we've have been doing. <laughs> the game rewards will come eventually. Uh, then we could talk then we could talk about how Last of Us Part 2 won all of them again. <laughs> they re-release it again and it wins everything a no, second I, time. I, or... I don't know. I, I feel like that happens every game. Every game awards, though, it's like every a certain game wins a bunch of awards. Yeah, for really no reason. I remember Red Dead was like that, and then Last of Us Two felt like that. So anyway, that was the that was the outro, and yet we st- we just kept talking. Happens. <laughs>